What's up, everyone? I'm Steve Finnamore. This is the Play the Right Way podcast. Let's talk some basketball. Today's Tuesday, January 19th, and this is episode 34. I want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets last night to start off. It was a great game, great players, great coaching. Uh, I, I always enjoy watching Milwaukee play. They shoot a lot of threes. They play the right way. I like Mike Budenholzer, their coach, but there's something that I got to, you know, talk about. Last play of the game, it was 3.8 seconds to go. You might have seen it today, and Milwaukee had the ball out on the left side of the floor. There was 3.8 to go. Holiday was taking it out. They ran the play after a timeout. It was a Chris Middleton off-balance three-pointer from the near corner. Uh, He missed his shot. Nets got the rebound. Game over. Here's my thing. I'm not criticizing Budenholzer. He's a great coach. I'll never get to his level. He's been an NBA head coach. He's worked for Popovich. I get it. I, I, I in no way criticize coaches. You know, they do what they do, and I get it. But here's my thing. I guess my only question is, why wouldn't you give the ball to Giannis with 3.8 seconds to go down two? I looked at the clip numerous times, and he was way in the backcourt, 30 feet away from the ball, and he had James Harden on him. As the play started, he actually ran towards the ball, and Holiday could have threw it to him, and Giannis could have made a play, one dribble to the basket. He hit Middleton instead. Middleton could have looked at Giannis cutting to the basket, but he didn't take his eyes off the rim. He just launched up a long, off-balance fadeaway shot that... In the press conference after the game, Mike Budenholzer was okay with it. I I, I was just kind of like taken aback by it. And here's what he said. Chris is very gifted. He got off a shot. I thought it looked like it was going in. So if you can just get the ball to Chris, Budenholzer said. His footwork, his height, but it's multiple things we're looking at. Chris is one of those looks so good read guys. Good decision by Drew. Good shot by Chris. We'll take that. End quote. Mike, you lost the game. You had one of the best players in the world standing there without the ball when if you would have threw it to him, he could have tied the game up, won the game. Who knows? Takes me back to a story I once read about Casey Jones when he was the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He started to diagram a play in the, in the huddle and, and Larry Bird just shouted and screamed, just give me the damn ball. And sure enough, Casey Jones drew up the play, and, and, and that was it to give uh, Larry the ball. So I, I I, get it. You know, I'm not in the Bucks camp. You know, he loves Middleton. Middleton's a great player. All due respect. You got to get the ball to your best player. No? I know we have a few coaches who listen uh, to the podcast. If you want to send me a, an email or a tweet or, or whatever, Direct message at Coach Finnamore on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I, I just, I don't understand it. One day I was coaching at East Lansing. We were down three with, I think, six seconds left. I drew up a play for my best three-point shooter, and sure enough, he made the shot. I, I'm not patting myself on the back, but isn't, I mean, isn't it smart to give the ball to your best player? And if he's Giannis, like, why not give it to him? Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, they leave for Cleveland. They play the Cavaliers tomorrow and Thursday. The Nets are now 9-6. and six. 
They've played two games with James Harden and Kevin Durant. They've won both of them. Overall, the Nets have won four straight. I read today where Kyrie Irving is back with the team. He practiced with them, so he'll be in Cleveland. And I'm telling you right now, I am tuning in tomorrow night to see how this works out. I I can't see it working unless Kyrie does a complete 360 turnaround and just falls in line and and gets along with KD and James Harden. It's going to be really hard because there's only one ball out there. And, And Harden and KD, boy, they're balling. And I just hope Kyrie doesn't mess things up. Memphis Grizzlies last night, Xavier Tillman, Michigan State alum, Grand Rapids native, got his first start for Memphis. Uh, He's been playing really well. He's had eight games in the NBA. I'm so happy for Xavier. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Uh, My Knicks Sunday, they beat Boston by 30 points. Granted, Jason Tatum didn't play, but hey, a win is a win. Next day, Monday, yesterday, the Knicks got to play the Orlando Magic at noon at Madison Square Garden. Tom Thibodeau has his team on the floor at 10 a.m. working out. I, I hear critiques of Tom Thibodeau, that he runs his players into the ground, he works them really hard. To me, that's the biggest cop-out. And all that falls under is, you know, excuses, complaining, weak work ethic. I don't care who you are, if you're the greatest player, if you're the worst player. If you're on an NBA team and you got to practice hard, practice hard. I mean, think about this. You're getting millions and millions of dollars to play a game of basketball, to practice, to work on your your craft, to get your shot better, to get your conditioning in, you know, to, to, to learn the schemes. What is it with all this complaining? I see it a lot in the NBA. I, I haven't been around many college programs. I, I would venture to bet that, you know, players are okay. They don't complain much. Maybe they do in the locker room in their dorm, in their apartment. But you know what? I mean, you you have a great opportunity. You're on scholarship in high school. It's a privilege to be on a high school team. Work your ass off. Be coachable. Stay ready. I'm just so tired of all these complaints by by these players. Switching to the college uh, game, I watched Baylor and Kansas last night. Scott Drew was on the Dan Dockett show today. Uh, Baylor came out on top. Baylor's number two behind Gonzaga in the country. And Scott Drew had a couple of really cool quotes. One of them was uh, on his players. They they may not be the highest rated players when they come in, but they get better and they put the team first. End quote. I thought that was awesome. Dockage uh, was asking Scott Drew some really good questions. Uh, Scott Drew also added, after the game last night, the guys who didn't play we're in the practice gym getting up some shots. It's the culture of wanting to get better, end quote. See, that's what I'm talking about. High school guys, pro guys, it's all about improvement. Every single day you wake up, be coachable, do what the coach says, and get in the gym and, and work as hard as you can. I mean, it's simple. Gonzaga does it, Iowa does it, Villanova does it, Michigan, Texas, a lot of other schools, you know, listen to and, and do the right thing, but it just breaks my heart when I hear players complaining and transferring and the parents calling the athletic director and complaining about the coach. Look, me and, and millions of other coaches, you think we wake up every day and say, let's find a way to mess up our team? We make decisions, like Budenholzer made that decision last night to go to Middleton. We make decisions. People are going to criticize it. I get it. But maybe some less criticism, some less complaining. Which brings me to 
saw Moron on Facebook today. I, I could not believe it. I, I posted this great clip of Giannis getting the rebound, dribbling out of traffic, pushing the ball down the floor, making a nice dribble move, getting to the basket, and getting fouled. And what does this moron say on Facebook underneath the picture? Disaster. No fundamentals. Carry. You know, it's just like everybody's so negative. My friend Glenn Thomas wrote something about the St. John's victory over UConn. You know, just a little hint of positivity. And some moron's got to come on and say, well, it's just one game. You know, those kind of people, I don't want to see on social media. I don't want to talk basketball with them. Because you know what? Deep down, all they are is miserable. I'm trying to promote the game, stay positive with it, show most of the good things, 9 out of 10 for the most part. And, and you know, just, just enjoy it, man. Stop being so bitter. Can't, can't we be nice to each other? Can't we be kind? Do the right thing, for God's sake. St. John's again, big win over UConn on the road. It's the first win at UConn since 2000 for, for the Johnnies. So congratulations to them. I like Mike Anderson. His team picks up full court. I think more teams should do that. And uh, I would love to see that as my phone is going off in the background, but I will not answer it. It's okay. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else? Uh, The COVID issues have, you know, reared their ugly head. Vanderbilt women have shut down their season. I think that's the fifth or sixth women's Division I program. Here in East Lansing, Michigan State has been struggling with the COVID. They've got some guys testing positive. They've got a couple of staff members. So they've missed three straight games. Uh, I want to leave you with a great quote from uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Way back in the day. You know, I collect quotes. I think they're really, really helpful uh, along my journey. I'm sure if you're a coach or a parent or just an idle basketball fan listening to the podcast, I'm sure you enjoy quotes too. Dr. Martin Luther King said, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy, end quote. I mean, I thought that's so powerful. I keep it in my collection. I often uh, refer to it and uh, it really helps me get through the day. Anyway, that's about all for now. I want to thank you for listening. I hope all is well. I hope you're doing uh, the right thing. A couple of good games on tonight. As I record this podcast at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, Purdue and Ohio State plays at 6.30, Maryland and Michigan at 7. If you haven't seen the Wolverines, uh, tune into that game tonight. I don't know what Maryland's going to bring. They're up and down. They got Michigan favorite by 10.5. Toledo takes on CMU at 7. I love Todd Kowalczyk's team. They play well together. They shoot the three. At 8.30, more Big Ten, Illinois and Penn State. At 9 o'clock, we got a big SEC matchup. LSU taking on Alabama and Nate Oates' Crimson Tide. At 9 o'clock, we switch back over to the Big East, which I'm looking forward to seeing Villanova play. They're 8-1. and one. They take on Seton Hall. Uh, Jay Wright's team hasn't played in 17 days, I believe, uh, due to the COVID you know, positive testing. In the NBA, we have two games, Nuggets and the Thunder at 9. And the Pelicans, who are a lot of fun to watch, they're taking on the Jazz at 9 o'clock tonight. That's about all for now. Appreciate you tuning in to Play the Right Way podcast. Uh, Stay healthy, stay safe, always do the right thing, be kind, stay positive, and and everything's going to turn out okay. Always remember, play the right way. Take care.